0: Then, yeah. now. then, 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 then,
1: first segment today we'll go we'll go through them all we have in no particular order because you know us in our unexpectedness we have Brun Brun will be debuting his hero of the week um michael will go over his or actually we'll all talk about our favorite Fortnite dances um brun will give his guidance on the best way to watch all things marvel so that includes movies and tv shows and netflix right because they all
2: tie that's in. correct correct that's correct.
1: Okay. Um, then we have other Marvel news. Um, uh, one of my favorite TV shows is back. We'll talk about that. Um, big news uh, out of England's greatest franchise ever. Uh, we have some sad news. We have some related, but we'll start on a high note. Um, Mr. Brun, who is your hero of the week? Uh,
2: my hero of the week goes to none other none other than Big Al. Big Al. From... The man, the goat. league. Uh, if you were on social media today. All the Mets and Phillies players wanted to take pictures with him just because you know he's an icon. He hits dingers. Uh, that's why. And that's why he
0: only hits dingers. Respect. So, but like, it's not like it's not like a he either strikes out or hits dingers. Like all he just does is hit dingers. That's it. There's nothing. Not there's nothing the else up. he does. No, he like he does. He's probably batting like a thousand right now. Um, at bat, and also with the ladies, because he hits dingers wherever he goes.
2: I mean, he, he's gotten more TV time in three days than I'll get in my entire life, so shout out to him. He that's also
0: true. has more TV time than Mike Trout.
1: Which is yes. disappointing. We all love Mike Trout.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, we love Big Al, too, but look, Mike Trout, like that's, when a little leaguer's getting more time than you, that's a little rough for the best baseball player probably of all time. But we love Big Al.
2: Doesn't take away from his heroism and his popularity. Not at
0: all. He was also on Jimmy Kimmel last week.
1: He he's just a stud, he does it all. Really does. Unbelievable.
0: Uh so I it, think I also saw I read somewhere that Joey Batista wanted to invite him to a Mets uh batting practice for so, a game one So day. Big
2: Al could give Joey some tips
0: on how to so not, just, not, just, uh, not just Joey bats, but like you know, probably anyone else on that team First part, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's cheap It was.
0: It's just been cool to see, like, how the kids interact with
2: uh, the pros and how the pros interact with the kids. It's just been. A, this is a cool weekend. I mean, I know Players' Weekend is next weekend, but this Little League class.
0: No, it's, it's this week.
2: Yeah, I know, but I'm saying this coming week is Players' Weekend.
0: No, it's it's happening now.
2: This is the. Are you sure? Really.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm watching TV right now. I'm watching Mets-Phillies, and they're wearing their I know. Players' Weekend uniforms with nicknames. So I'm saying,
2: like, the games where, like, the Rays and the Yankees will wear their Players'
1: uniforms. Yeah, this, uniforms is, the mark. this play- is the start of it, isn't it? This is the start of it.
0: It's it's Players' Weekend, right? Not Players' Week. Yeah. Fact check. Once so, fact
2: check. Fact check. Let's put a bet on it. I was yeah. at the sportsbook today. I'm, Let's, uh...
0: I'm... It is
1: no placed, It's like it's, weekend it's, will be August twenty-fifth mm-hmm. to August twenty seventh.
0: Bang. August twenty-fifth, twenty-seventh. Wait, so then what mm-hmm. am I watching right now? The Little League Classic. The Little League Classic. Oh. Yes. Oh. I see I thought this was I thought it was it, it fell on the same week. No, this is the second year that they've done this.
1: They did it last year? Oh. oh.
2: Yep. The Cubs played the Pirates last year.
1: Huh. I like the Little League.
0: Oh. Okay. So, fun fact okay. that this is Ooh, the second. Jason Vargas just let up a home run. Did he? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Foul ball. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was a home run. No, I just have it on mute. So, like, it was, it was, it looked like it was, it just hugged the foul ball. But, you know what?
2: It is ESPN, I mean, so it's know, good you have it on
0: mute. Yeah, no one. Oh, no. It's Matt Veskirsian. What are you talking about? I love Matt Veskirsian. Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon Jeez, me.
0: Sheesh. She, um, but that Vest and a rod. Oh, and if they can find cool. big Al, big Al, yeah,
1: bring big Al in the booth. I agree. Um, but you know, speaking, speaking of, you know, being a little childish, you know, having some fun, um, Fortnite dances are obviously a huge thing. I don't get why I've never played the game in my entire life. Uh, oh, you're so, what a loser, Mike. You got to put this kid in his place. I am a loser. I don't have time for video games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Oh, I'm in law school. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm just saying I like to sleep and not play video games. <laughs> um, Touche. So, what are I don't? Mike, we'll start with Mark, Mike. Mike is the is the Fortnite specialist here. While I research different Fortnite dances.
0: Go ahead, Mike. All right. So you know, there's obviously the big meme that's going around the no skin dance, which is like the it's the common dance, the first dance that you get when you get the game um it's it's just a basic dance. it's not really anything um too too special I can't do it what right now call? and I can't explain it on um i I forgot, but like you know I don't use it anymore because I'm too good I, I, I have enough dances um where I, you know, I know how to boogie out. I know how to disco out on Fortnite. It's really, you know, I'm I'm a dancer on Fortnite. So my go-to dance is the disco dance on Fortnite. And it's kind of got, like, a disco song in the back. And it's very wavy, you know, a lot of hand motions and stuff. It's Love really cool. Band. It's a really cool dance.
2: Would you say Huge. disco is back because of it?
0: I would say disco is 100% back because... There is that's that's like the big dance that they have, the big disco dance that they have. But there's like other disco dances that they call different names. Yeah, well then, but there's uh, a big disco dance. That's a dance on your grave kind of dance, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I do that. Look, give me you a, have golf carts. You have golf carts in the game. I do it on the backseat of the golf cart. My one friend told me, dude, that's a banging song. And I'm like, I know that. It's called Disco Fever, that's what it's called. Disco Fever, yeah. I them. like that one. That was a
1: good one. I like the the little shoot 'ems, the little guns. I like it. What what do you yes, thought that's on the, good?
0: The L dance. Yeah, the Antoine Griezmann L dance. Oh well Antoine tr Antoine Griezmann got it from four. Of Fortnite. course he did. So you know, it took a- so so it's a it's a very embarrassing dance for whoever gets L'd on. Um I like to do that in certain scenarios where you know, some guys are just pissing me off, and like it takes a long time for them. Or if they're just a noob, and like it's kind of like welcome to the game. So that's 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 when I that's when I pull out the L dance.
1: What? Um, honestly, one of my favorites, I think, it's the goofiest. It's called Orange Justice. It's the it's the goofy one where like you cross your arms, and uh, yeah, I don't you go like you cross your arms, and you kind of like move your legs side to side. I don't get it, but I think it's really. cool.
2: I think a cool thing on the, the internet now is the people that can do the dances. Oh, for sure, like. Like, it's crazy.
1: Like, Yo, hit the Fortnite, and then they just randomly start. Yeah,
0: I, I love that,
1: Mike. If if someone yelled, "Hit the Fortnite," which one are you doing? Are you doing Disco
0: Fever? Could it's easy. Um, yeah, probably that or um Best Mates. Best Mates is another good one. That one be, um, if you've ever a complicated, one. it's it's not that complicated. It, have you seen the? Um, it's the video. It's on YouTube. It's got like it's all the guys dressed up as like Spider Man, and they're like dancing to take on me uh, no, I yes have, but continue. you should check you it, have out. it Mark you look that up Brun you know what I'm talking about we look up right now? that's in the game too well I mean after okay. you could look it up okay. after but like it's, it's worth um, your time. that's that's a good dance and it's a uniting dance because like you just look around and you see someone do that dance and you do it with them and like you're immediately best friends with them like you could be on, on opposing teams and like you do it together that's just like a call of brother I feel that or sisterhood I get that but all right, those are those are some of my favorite dances. Alright, Brian,
1: what's yours? What what's your favorite Fortnite dance?
2: Uh I mentioned it previously. It's the Hold This L dance.
1: Oh, you love to take the L? Yes. Okay.
2: And you take it and you take it with shame. It's it's a great dance. I think it's a really it's in your face. Oh. Love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with either orange justice, that goofy one where like your arms crisscross and you go up. I don't know how else to describe it. Like
0: your arms crisscross. Orange justice is a good one.
1: Yeah. I like that one. That one's goofy. Um, I kind of wish I could do it. Um, I also like the disco fever. I love the shoot 'em up, the little guns. That's one. I, that's a good one. And I don't know. I also don't like how sometimes they, you know, put a name on it when it's really just like another, uh, it's just like, a. it it, it takes it from a dance. You know what I mean? What's the one? you're yeah, real upset about.
0: Um, there was the uh, the Millie Rock. Yeah, the Millie Rock. Copyrighters. That was in it too. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't call that the Millie Rock because you might get in trouble for it. But yes, yeah, that. Then there's also like, you, you can't just take it like that. Come on, you can't. It's messed up. Well, I mean, like it's cool to it's cool to do it in the game though, and there's also I forgot what's what's the dance called. I. I see kids and other people do it all the time. You're like kicking your leg and fist bumping at the same time. Oh, that's the Drake. The Drake, yeah. That's that's in the game too. It is? Um Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's new, it was new this that's
2: season. The look alive. Didn't uh who did that at what football players did that at somebody's wedding? Was it Odell Beckham did it at Sterling Shepherd's wedding?
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Probably. It that sounds I, like what I think he that's would who do. it was. It sounds like something he would do.
1: Um I also love
0: the floss yes the floss Let me see big that's time floss um
1: side and your hands are
0: you know oh yeah yeah that's the basic one yeah. or not a basic it's not basic you just said it's basic i'm I, I made a mistake that's not that's not the basic but that's a good it's a good Fortnite dance i like that
1: that's what i liked it it was it was a good one um
0: you yeah, know it's 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 one of my i don't actually have that unlocked yet but um those are those are some good dances those are definitely some good dances
1: I concur. Okay, we're gonna move on from all of our dances. You know, we obviously can't dance. Um, we're um, we're gonna we're gonna skip ahead for a second, and then jump back, um, move around a little bit. So, Ballers is back, and it is one of my favorite shows. It's HBO, so of course, you know, you gotta pay a little extra, do a little something, something, whatever you gotta do. I always watch it, whatever I can do, and I think it is a fantastic show. Um, I think The Rock is magnificent in it. And
0: I hope both of you watch it, ballers. I don't have I don't have HBO. HBO. I haven't done I haven't done the extra some some that you're talking about, so I wouldn't know. Run, no ballers. Uh, I have not seen it, but
1: if you recommend it, I'll have to check it out. All right, I guess I'm the only one here who watches decent television. Um, you're the only cultured one on this podcast, uh, I would guess. Yes, something like that. Um, so okay, I'll just love I just love ballers. It's fantastic. It obviously centers around sports, but it's wonderful. Lots of different things going on and lots of things that are very relevant if you're an NFL fan. So I definitely think you should watch it. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's it's not one of the long ones like Game of Thrones. It's only the 30 minute ones like Entourage. So I definitely think you should watch it. Um, But speaking of TV shows, um, I had this debate with one of my coworkers about what the best way to watch all of the Marvel Universe is. And honestly, I don't know. Um I've seen a whole lot of them, obviously not in the right order or anything. Um I looked this up and they one of the websites gave me this long list of things that weren't in chronological order in the way it's released. So I don't know. What do you what do you think, Rob?
2: Well, if you're looking for that answer, you've come to the right place, Maloney. I you're
1: my you're my go to Marvel guy. Okay, so
2: how do you you, should, you want me to break it down, how you should watch the movies and the
1: shows in chronological yeah, order? Yeah, like, how, how do they intertwine? Because, obviously, Marvel has done a great job of, you know, tying all, all those together. So, we'll start with the movie that
2: came out in 2011, but is set before any of the events of the MCU, and that is... Captain America, The First Avenger. Okay. And then in that movie, you meet Agent Peggy Carter, who is Cap's love interest. And that she's, she's gorgeous. Hey, uh, She was just in uh, Christopher Robin. Oh, I got to see that. Um, so they gave her a spinoff show called Agent Carter, clever name. And there were only two seasons um, of that. And then – Did you like the I show? Did, I, thought that, I did. I thought I it did. was – it was an interesting take on how they founded – S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that.
1: I thought there should have been a little bit more.
2: They, were, I, I believe they were in talks to make like a third season, but it fell through. Um, I wish that they would bring it back. Uh, I thought they did a good job with the first two seasons. Uh, I would have loved to see more of that show. But nonetheless, um, the second movie that has not come out yet, but when it does, this will be relevant, will be Captain Marvel. That movie is set in the 1990s, and you'll, I guess you'll
1: figure out how she plays into Avengers four. So wait, you're we're going from 1940s, 1950s with Captain you know, America, Captain America, and post World War two with Paige and Carter. Yep, and we're jumping forty, fifty years here.
0: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, there's no other movie. There's no other movie nope. in between.
1: I just want to make. I just want to make sure. I didn't realize there was a big gap there. I thought. Steve yeah, was no, it's
0: no a it huge is a gap. big gap. Well, Cap's been, Cap was, like, frozen for, that, like, 70-something years. That's true, years. I forgot. I forgot years. Thought. Okay, keep going. You're right, my bad.
1: And keep then,
2: going. So we'll find out the, the details of where Captain Marvel was in the Captain Marvel movie, which comes out in March of 2019. Excited. And then I'm sure that movie will end with her receiving a call from Fury or whatnot, but a majority of that movie takes place in the 90s. So then, in chronological order, the next movie uh, that we should all watch is the... The kickoff to the MCU, the movie that started it all, which was the first Iron Man. So Guys,
0: that, was, that was like 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. Been 10 years. Around. Jeez. Um, but are, wow, this universe has been open. So, uh,
2: you know, you have how Tony Stark became Iron Man and uh, how he thought that he was the only superhero. And then Nick Fury reveals to him that he's not. And he, you know, uh, is it? takes his first steps into a larger world, so to speak. And then we get Iron Man 2, which came out in 2010, but is set six months after the first Iron Man. Okay. And then in the post-credits of the uh, scene in that movie, you have Tony Stark meet with General Ross, who is Secretary Ro- Secretary of State Ross now. But in the Incredible Hulk movie, he was General Ross. And that movie, the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2... They run parallel to each other. They take place around the same time. So that is the
1: This is the first one with Edward Norton,
2: correct? This is the Edward Norton Hulk, which I guess there's only certain storytelling uh, points that you can take because a lot of fans like myself don't really consider this part of the MCU. But because you get an appearance from Tony Stark and you have the talk of Captain America's Super Soldier Serum, which is how they roped Banner into this. He was trying to replicate it. That's how this Edward Norton Incredible Hulk connects to the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: I didn't realize that. Yep. And then the next movie in the installment would be The Mighty Thor, which came out in 2011, which... Uh, people get a lot of uh, – you get a lot of mixed reviews on it. I was a fan of it. I thought it was a cool take on the character. Love Chris Hemsworth and, uh, you know, it was a – Do you miss the long hair? I do. But the short hair is a good look for him.
0: Yeah, I think it's I, a pretty badass look too, the, the short hair. It's definitely
2: – yeah, it is a badass look. Um, especially I in like, missed Thor it. Ragnarok. I was, I like the man bun kind of. In Thor Ragnarok, when he when he had like the war paint on his face, that, that – that made the hair look cooler, I think, but I liked how it That's looked going to be war. Um, and then after Thor is the first Avengers movie, which is, it turns six this year, which is crazy to think about. I remember I saw that as a junior in high school. And now we're sitting here, you know, six years later and how many other movies have come out. Um,
1: uh, and TV
2: shows. Yes. Very true. And we'll move on. And, after the first Avengers, we get Iron Man three, and that's when Iron Man deals with the p t s d from the Battle of New York and how he drove a nuke into a wormhole and he has to de- you know he has go he goes off and deals with uh his skeletons in the closet, so to speak, and that was the third and final installment of the Iron Man franchise. I thought it was a good bookend to that franchise uh the first Iron Man was phenomenal second iron man wasn't that great but the third Not great the third iron man it was a nice ending to that chapter of tony stark where,
1: it was a nice bounce back
2: yes absolutely and then we'll go to the tv shows how that fits in and after iron man 3 you can pick up on agents of shield which I don't know if either of you have seen it. It's it's pretty good. I do. Uh, I would I recommend like it. it. I believe it's on Netflix now if you wanted to check it out.
1: It's
0: yes. on Hulu
2: as well. So um, after Iron Man 3... Wait, so Marvel Agents Shield season one? Season one. And then you would watch like the first half of that season uh, about episodes one through seven, which it covers, you know, during the time period after Iron Man 3. Okay. Then... We get the second installment in the Thor franchise, which is Thor of the Dark World, which is one of my least favorite movies in the MCU. Not great. Yeah, not a not a good not a good one. It did have some like humor to it, but it just it was kind of all over the place. Uh, it was a Ryan Johnson-esque. It, I thought they wasted a movie on introducing an infinity stone. I mean, I guess it works how they told the story and this and that, but I won't get into that. I just wasn't really a big fan of the movie. And then we'll go back to Agents of Shield, the rest of that season, episodes eight through sixteen, and that takes place after the events of Thor: The Dark World. So all of these these four pieces to the Marvel MCU puzzle—that's how they all fit into each other, uh, like like that. And then after Agents of Shield, those eight uh, those nine episodes is the second Captain America, one of my personal favorites in the MCU, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Which was...
0: I like that a lot, too. It was a political thriller.
2: Uh It was a definitely a cool take of Cap. And, you know, it was one of the more serious movies in the MCU. Very, very emotionally told. And how he was basically, you know, thrown into the fire and as you know, as he recovers from being in the ice for 70 years, dealing with the alien invasion in New York, and then having to be thrown into the like political arena of it all. And how he's got such a big target on his back, so to speak. Um, it was, it was a cool ride. I thought Robert Redford was an excellent villain and the supporting cast was phenomenal. That was the introduction to Falcon, Anthony Mackey, and Scarlett Johansson's black widow was back and she was a great supporting character as well. So the Natasha Steve relationship uh took another uh step and i thought ha- how he interacted with those types of people in that movie uh it was definitely a breath of fresh air so uh that's the next mo- uh movie and then after that we get of a-, a franchise of mine and it- a franchise that i uh one of the marvel franchises that is one of my favorite which is looking for a new director and that is Guardians of the Galaxy. Now the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out in 2014 and that inter- introduced us to Peter Quill, Rocket Groot, Gamora and Drax. And then 3 years later we got Volume 2 but in the timeline Volume 2 takes place only a few months or weeks after the end of Volume 1.
1: So, now, obviously, uh, Guardians of Galaxy is in space. Um, so, how does it tie in? Like, you know, like, obviously, you can't say it's the same. You know I mean? Like, how can you tell it's the same time? You know, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, the literal answer is it tells you they have time stamps, like, uh, in the movie. <laughs> but... Uh, uh the other the other way that they introduced oh. <laughs> the way that they tried to tie in uh guardians was they introduced an infinity stone in the first volume which was the power stone
0: so yes. that's
2: how they roped it into oh when you know they find all the infinity stones in the movies or you know the first five that's how it's all going to be connected together is yeah. Each of these franchises had had a run in with those MacGuffins. So that's how they were roped in on this, you know, on the surface, speaking of this franchise. So, you know, you have volume one in 2014. The second installment came in 2017, just this past, uh, well, two May, two years ago in May. And then, yeah, so volume three is set to come out in 2020, but that's that'll be Later on in the timeline,
0: yeah, I think I think when everyone comes back, um,
2: spoiler alert for Infinity
0: War. Well, I well, mean, yeah. if, you, if
2: People you don't have that time to see it,
0: yeah, you don't. Know, if you if you haven't seen it yet, then I, there's no spoilers. Just go watch it.
1: Okay, here we go. Okay, we I know we have we're, we're getting we're getting a lot of way through, but I know there's lots of lots still going on here in this timeline that we have to fill in. Right. So then,
2: so where do we go from so, here? Now we'll shift over to the digital platform of Netflix, and we get the reincarnation of Daredevil. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen the Ben Affleck one from two thousand two? Yes, absolutely. Oh, terrible. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean, Daredevil could jump like thirty feet in it. uh, Not, not, not good. Jennifer Garner was uh, Electra Nachos. You know, whatever. But so you, they bring. That's the first installment of the Netflix Marvel MCU, so to speak. Now, all the, even though there's no crossover between characters, there is mention of the events of New York and things like that. So in some of the shows, you'll even see like they have newspaper ads from uh, The Incredible Hulk, how the Hulk and the Abomination fought in Harlem at the end of that movie in 2008. So that's how it ties in. They do mention them, but there are no actual crossovers yet uh, in the Marvel MCU on Netflix. So that's Daredevil season one. And then after Daredevil season one, we go back to TV and you get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season two. So the entire season? Most majority of the the majority of the second season. It's about 20 episodes. Okay. And then after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season uh, season 2, episodes 1 through 19, we meet back up with the Avengers, and we have the second installment in the Avengers franchise, which was Avengers Age of Ultron. I personally am a fan of the movie. I know people... It's not as good as the first one, and I, I agree with that, but I didn't think it was that bad of a movie. I do have the problem though however uh when i watch age of ultron james spader is the main he's the voice of ultron and i just see robert california from the office (laughs) so that's like that's my problem with this movie is every time that i've rewatched it i've seen the office like fifteen thousand times now and every time you know he's talking about blowing up the earth I just see Robert California getting drunk in his house in that one episode. So.
1: Um, Which he could also say, I could be blowing yeah, up here. exactly.
2: So that's. That's uh, the next peg oh, down man. in the timeline. And then we have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the last four, three, four episodes of that season, season two. And then. After the events of Age of Ultron and Agents of Shield, is the first Ant Man movie, which when it when it was announced and then when it came out, I mean I'm a big Paul Rudd guy, so I was rooting for him and I this first Ant Man did not disappoint. Um, I thought it was a it was a cool it was definitely a change of pace from the darkness of Age of Ultron, uh, so that would that would be the next next la- uh, line in the timeline, and then we have another Marvel Netflix show, Jessica Jones, and in uh, Jessica Jones, you, you know she's basically like the Hulk without turning green. Uh, she has super strength, uh, incredible durability, but. One of her flaws is she's a raging alcoholic, so that was that oh. was definitely you, you, you couldn't you couldn't see that on the big screen. So they they brought it to Netflix and were able to give you a a darker, more down to earth take of that character. And then we'll have we come back to Matt Murdock and Daredevil season two, the entire season. So you know you get you'll have you have uh, two members in the Marvel MCU now that they've introduced. And then next on the timeline, we have agents of shield, the third season, uh, episodes one through 19. So 20 episodes there. So
1: wait, you you said,
2: go on agents of shield. Yes. Agents of shield season three episodes one through 19.
1: I love how agents of shield, they break it up and then they take a break or something.
2: But, and that's the thing about Marvel is they still find a way to make it mesh, which the competitors have not found a way to do yet. Shout out DC, but uh,
1: Wow, that was that was a huge like fuck you right there. Well, proud of you. For what that can one.
2: I say? Uh,
1: and then next in the
2: MCU, we have the final chapter in the Captain America trilogy. Probably a top three Marvel movie for me. I loved it. Captain America Civil War. I loved it. Outstanding. Uh, You get the the introduction to Black Panther and Spider-Man, but just the schism that the Sokovia Accords, which was the city that was being dropped out of the sky in Age of Ultron, what the Accords did to the Avengers and how Tony and Cap's relationship was now marred for the time being. Uh, It was – there's so many twists and turns. You you thought when Tony found out that Bucky was framed, that it was – the tide was going to turn, they were going to kiss and make up, so to speak. But then – Tony finds out that Bucky Barnes kills killed his mother and father
0: while he was possessed,
2: while he was under the Hydra, you know, spell uh, the the whole brainwashing Hydra. thing. Yeah. So, you know, Steve Rogers knew that Bucky killed uh, uh, Tony's parents, but he didn't tell him, and uh, he tried to save Tony from knowing the truth, and, and it ended up just tearing the Avengers apart. So a per you know a top 3 movie for me one of you know the public's favorites in the whole franchise so the whole MCU I mean Oh yeah. Uh, and then you know even the effects of the effects of Civil War were felt throughout the MCU after that point. Lots well, goes on here. Yes. And then after Captain America Civil War, we go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we complete that season. Season three? You finish season three? finish up season three, the last three episodes of that. And then we'll take a page out of the Netflix book and we go to Luke Cage. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It's He's a cool character in the comics. I mean, he's bought through... He's got super strength, uh, like extreme durability and things like that. He gets, he gets, teased in Jessica Jones season one. So that's how they start to integrate, you know, the characters that intertwine that Marvel universe together. Um, But he's, he's got he's got a pretty cool backstory. Uh, It's similar to that of Wolverine's. In the like he was, the way he was experimented on. Um, but I know Wolverine isn't part of the MCU. But I'm just saying like how Wolverine came to be and how Luke Cage came to be. The processes were very similar. Uh, of course. And then we go to back to the big screen for the MVP of Infinity Wars uh, solo movie. The origin story of Dr. Stephen Strange. I actually really like this movie. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was... Benedict Cumberbatch, he is Dr. Strange. Like, he did such a good job. He's done such a good job with that character. Uh, you know, it takes place after the events of Civil War, and you find out, you know, he's so, he's so cocky being one of one of, if not the best neurosurgeons in the country... Uh, And you, his origin story, and then you get to meet Wong, who was hysterical. Uh, So, and they introduce the time stone. So that's another very big part. Another very big part in the Infinity Gauntlet. (laughs) And then we turn back to Agents of Shield season four now. And it's not as big a chunk as it's been in the past. It's only episodes one through eight that, we, that we'll watch right now. And then we, uh, we go to Iron Fist, which is the third, or I'm sorry, this is the fourth uh, Marvel Netflix MCU member that they've introduced. He's the fourth and final one. The, the series, if you want to watch it, fine. I think the second season comes out in September. They've shortened it because it was just... The the guy who plays um, Danny Rand, who is the Iron Fist, he, he, he's the immortal Iron Fist. Uh, Mark, you're a big Game of Thrones guy. Love Game of Thrones. You know Finn Jones? Jones. Uh, I forget what character he is, but he's in Game of Thrones. He... It's not his acting so much as it is, like, the script. So, if you want to skip over that one, I won't hate you for it. Uh, And then we have our first season of Marvel's Netflix Avengers, which is called The Defenders. Now, that's when Daredevil meets Jessica Jones meets Luke Cage meets The Iron Fist. They all come together. After that, we go to... Our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and his Marvel Cinematic Universe debuts his origin story. Yes, he was teased in, in Civil War, had a minor part in that movie, but now he gets blown into the bigger universe, and we get Spider-Man: Homecoming, another top five Marvel movie for me. Um, I thought I loved it. Uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture, the main villain in the movie, was bone-chilling his reveal in that movie incredible it was a total left turn tom holland's spider-man i'm biased i guess it's recency bias i think he's the best spider-man sorry i think i I agree with that
0: andrew garfield hmm. total grace it wasn't wasn't really a big andrew garfield guy tony mcguire was good but Tom oh, Holland.
1: I go for Grace, whatever. I think
2: Toby Maguire's Spider-Man was so good because that was like when we were kids, like that was the Spider-Man that we got to see like in the movies. So Yeah. You know, sure. Um He was that. he was
0: more of a smart ass in that in that series. Like he was that He was more of true. a smart ass. Tom Holland was more of kind of a naive eager <laughs> kind of exactly superhero. He's the kid that, you know, he doesn't
2: know what to do with his powers quite yet, but he knows he wants to use them for good. He just doesn't know, like, the extent of his power yet. Uh, and he's just, he's a kid going through it. You know, he's, he's in high school. He has to deal with everyday life in that sense. And I thought his portrayal of the of the Spider-Man character was the best. So, I agree. Yep. After uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, we have the forgettable Inhumans. I wouldn't even bother watching it. I I don't even. That's the Hulu one, right? Yeah, uh, that's Runaways. But Inhumans was on TV for like a little bit. It was going Uh to be, it was going to be a movie in the MCU, but it was just not received well, and they ended up canceling it. So after that, we get my personal favorite. Netflix Marvel show and that is The Punisher with John Bernthal from The Walking Dead and a variety of other things but he gets he plays Frank Castle and in uh, The Punisher and he is incredible I mean Bernthal on The Walking Dead was one thing but he takes it to a whole nother level Uh, this this is the R rated Netflix show for sure Uh, a a lot of blood a lot of guts
1: Um, is he as douchey of a friend? Uh,
2: no. Okay. And then we get to your Hulu show, uh, the Marvel Runaways, which was, it was a cool comic. Uh, all the kids' parents are evil and they have to find a way to defeat them. Uh, if you have, if you have Hulu, check it out. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I would recommend it. And then we have T'Challa's origin story, Black Panther. Uh, that just came out in february twenty eighteen uh, I loved it when i came, when it came out saw it opening weekend uh it was
1: there was unreal
2: great visuals great soundtrack shout out Kendrick Lamar crushed it uh the supporting cast was phenomenal from Angela bassett to uh Letitia Wright to uh Lupita Nyong'o, nuango who plays uh Maz Kanata in in Mark's favorite Star Wars uh, movie, The Last Jedi, and The Force Awakens. Um, you know, and then Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. who was uh, in the movie Get Out, and that's you know, with how well Get Out did, he was given like a larger role in Black Panther, uh, and it was it was just a great it was a great movie, um, cool origin story, just unreal world building. How you get to see like Wakanda for the first time and things like that. Um,
1: yeah. Michael, uh, my m- question is so, uh, if you, uh, we're just going to spoil here. We don't care. So, at the end of, um, which Avengers, Avengers, the Sokovia Accords, right? Yes. So, Black Panther, like, picks up, it seems like, within a week. Yes. So, all, so you're saying all of these, these TV shows, whatever? Yes. Are uh, within, like, a week parallel weeks, to?
2: Weeks of each other. So, I know
1: Black Panther came out in 2018. But it is
2: set a week after Civil War came out in 2016, and then like Doctor Strange could be happening at the same time as Civil War, and Spider-Man: Homecoming takes place. Actually, uh, takes place um, a, a few weeks after as well. But the, it's just the way that they introduce the story. Um, okay.
0: Now, Marvel mar-
1: has no boundaries.
2: Right. Spoiler alert for Black Panther. Bucky Barnes shows up in the post credit scene. That post credit scene is set, like, two years after Black Panther takes place and, like, after Civil War. So that, like, leads into Infinity War. But a majority of the movie takes place, like, right after Civil War. Yeah. He's got to,
1: you know, he's in rehab, basically.
2: Right. Right. And then we have uh, the second season of Jessica Jones. It, it's It's, like, okay. To uh, be, be <laughs> real enthusiastic. Yeah, there. I mean, if we're if we're being honest, these Mar- Marvel Netflix shows—they're like not great. They're like medium on the scale, uh, not. not bad, not great. Some of it's—I—I I found myself some like kind of just skipping through, uh, which I guess I call me a bad fan. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> um, and then we get. The fifth season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that takes place after the second season of Jessica Jones, and that's the first 20 episodes. Jeez, we're breaking it up here. What are we doing here? Come on. I know, I know, I know, but like we said, the continuity. Right, you're right. Second to none. And then we have the, it's it's on Freeform now, it's called Cloak and Dagger.
1: What the hell is that? I never even heard of it.
2: It it's um, it's like two teens. They have superpowers. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Um, if you have on demand, all the episodes are on there. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, then you get Luke Cage, season two. Okay. Better than the first, and some parts not as good so, as the I... first, and others. Uh, it, you know, skip. Okay. <laughs> and then a lot of these things here. And then we get to the final chapter in the Thor franchise, and that is Thor Ragnarok. I enjoyed it. I loved
0: it.
1: Yeah, I did too. I did. I uh, I, they, have, uh, I have a they, huge crush on Tessa Thompson, and she was in it, and I was
0: thrilled. I think when it comes to relevancy, there's only one relevant. There's only one reason why they made it. It's obviously because. They just wanted to introduce Thanos at the end. That's the only reason why. Like, it was. No,
1: Thanos was in Guardians of Galaxy.
0: Yeah. Well, like. Well, they wanted, or not um, a direct lead into Infinity War, I guess. Is yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, they wanted they wanted to to set up the intro of what Infinity War Infinity War came right, out to
1: tying tying Thor to Hulk. Yes. Got when
0: it. when all of um, Asgard got blown up yep. and slain.
1: So, got it. So then. Oh, Tessa Thompson again,
2: by the way. That is the, uh, that's the, fun, like, that's the final piece in the in the puzzle, but before that, the movies that are taking place, like, around the same time are, uh, or the movie that is taking place around the same time is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, you find, you know, Ant-Man shows up in Captain America Civil War, he's part of Team Cap, um... Without the Wasp, I thought she was going to be in the movie because she's teased at the end of the first Ant-Man. But she's not in Civil War. Uh, Scott on the losing side, so he gets thrown into prison at the the end of Civil War. They cut a deal. House arrest. And he gets put on house arrest for two years. So the majority of Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place within like the last few days that he's on house arrest. And this takes place towards, like I want to say, when the Asgardians get on that ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok and the snap of infinity war
1: in between there. Yes.
2: So if you delve more into like the quantum realm and things like that, story points, that'll be useful and important in Avengers four, but not, you know, for the current time period you get um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet Van Dyne. She comes back, but the most important part, I want to say, I'm not trying to undercut the movie at all, but the part that was shocking the to me was scene. the post credit scene where they get snapped. Um, Ant-Man is in the quantum realm, and Janet, Hank, Pym, and Hope Van Dyne are all on the surface trying to communicate with Scott, and they get snapped, and then... While he's trying to get out, he like right. finally
1: he's all the way in there and trying to get out, and he's stuck.
2: Right. So... Then, even though it's going on at the same time, the movie is uh, Avengers Infinity War, which is the culmination of all of these events and shows. Bring it all together. Bringing it all together. Correct. So, basically, the whole premise of Infinity War was you're getting the Avengers at their lowest point. They're split up. Cap and Iron Man aren't talking together. You know, they're not, they're not Very talking vulnerable. to each other. Uh, Asgard has been destroyed and things like that. So, you they're leaving them at their most vulnerable point. Absolutely, and um, that's where they're at right now. And then we have uh, the sixth season of uh, Agents of Shield, which is going on. And then, and then we'll <laughs> have you'll you'll connect the pieces with Captain Marvel, that comes out in March, and then we get the final final chapter of the first ten years of the MCU with Avengers Four, titled to be named later. Uh, but it should be coming soon, um, probably next year. Yep. Next year. Next. I want to say they'll do the same thing with Avengers four that they did with Infinity War and they'll bump it up a week. So it, I hope so. If that was a big time move, well, it was a big time move because they didn't want to, you know, beat up themselves at the box office. Uh, Disney I'm talking about. So that'll come out in. Um, uh, but the box weren't ready. That's true.
1: Except they didn't need them this time.
2: They weren't warm.
1: Yeah.
2: They weren't warmed up. But yep. Yeah. That's the uh, culmination of the MCU and the best way to watch it in chronological order.
1: Wow. Okay. You. This is. You. a little bit back now. You brought up the whole James Gunn thing. Yes. What's going on with that? What's up with this? Why did Why he's fired? Right? He was on. Yes.
2: So that? he had just recently turned in the script for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, no, recently Can't, means in the past couple something. months. Uh, and they were they were set to start filming in January of 2019, I believe. The tentative release date was May 2020, I want to say, um and that the movie was supposed to be a bunch of things like it was supposed to be the culmination of the Guardians franchise with that current roster with you know Zoe Saldana's Gamora uh, Karen Gillum's uh, Nebula uh, Chris Pratt's Peter Quill you know and the whole the whole rest of the cast that was supposed to be like the last movie with that roster and it was supposed to kick off the Marvel Cosmic Universe which where they would do more space based uh, space based movies and he was supposed to spearhead that like in Avengers Infinity War he wrote the dialogue for the Guardians, like, you know, he had a big hand in how they would interact and how he wrote them so they wouldn't sound like they were different characters and only trying to fit into one movie, um, so, you know, he was a big part of that. But the kicker is, today's day and age, what do people like to do when other people become famous or, you know, do something good? We like to tear them down. So, you know, people on the internet went back, must have searched. They went into the Twitter search bar. They went, you know, real James Gunn or whatever his handle is. Certain word, bang, came up. Screenshot, 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 screenshot. It's very vulgar stuff. You know, it made its ways. You know, through the maze of the internet, got all the way to Disney and they said, well, you know, we're a family friendly company. We can't tolerate this kind of behavior. So they terminated Gunn. So right now, Guardians 3 is left without a director. Uh, I hope Ryan Johnson's not in the running. Same um they uh they they have certain like certain candidates my my pick would be uh thor ragnarok's taika watiti and uh you know i would give it to him because of what how he changed the thor character and how his like just the scenery of the movie and how it was more it felt like more of a cosmic movie uh, so true. he's my pick but you know there's there's um just the tweets alone There there. He's 51 years old. These happened, like, 9, 10 years ago. You're 41, 42. Like, you just can't be saying that stuff. No, yeah. So, uh... This isn't
1: like these MLB players who are now 26, and it's 10 years ago, and they were 15, 16. Right.
2: And, you know, like, you're... you're, Okay. You're an adult paying bills and you have people that look up to you you just can't be going on the internet and spewing just vile things like what he was doing uh i think that part of it is unforgivable i know the then the second part of this is the guardians cast they banded together and they wrote a letter and they said we don't agree with what he said but we would love to have him back uh disney they just can't pull any punches they have to go through with what they did and they would look like hypocrites if they to reinstate him for the things that he said, they would not, you know, they wouldn't be doing their duty as a family-friendly uh, corporation if they were to bring somebody back that said these types of things. Granted, I'm all about second chances, but it was reported that Gunn was asked to delete tweets when he was offered the Guardian's job way back when. So, you know come on now as a he's you know he's been around for a while you just got to be smarter than that um mm-hmm. they had a meeting with uh Kevin Feige and all the D- Disney higher ups to try to work it out and see if they could bring him back but in the end they said we just we can't things have to stay the the way that they are now and he's he's just done with the Guardians franchise and you know they have time to figure out if uh what a-list director that they want but it's just it's just a shame to see him go, but you got you have to be responsible for your your actions and you have to know that there are consequences so um, you hate you hate to see it but very true very true you know, all right this we're gonna to move on
1: right we're gonna pivot to another this is, we're just this is a movie segment you movie episode you know we just love movies um it's been reported the are the wonderful um notable idris elba will be the first African-American James Bond.
2: Heimdall in the MCU.
1: What? I said he was Heimdall and Thor in the MCU. Yeah, whoa well, that's right. Yep. Tie it in. Wow, I've totally forgotten about that. Um, he, I think he's perfect. Oh, a thousand percent. I'm, I'm, th- I'm, I'm obsessed with this, this idea. He's fantastic. He can take it over, and then we go to Tom Hardy. Okay, we'll give we'll give we'll give
2: Adrius uh, Elba his four movies, and then we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think they would they would be dumb not to do this. He, I feel like he's been underused in some of his roles. Like he's such oh. a tr- he's such a tremendous actor. He's outstanding. This would be perfect for him. I think he would be a great 007, despite what some people say. Uh,
1: what is there to say?
2: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you had some some losers say because he's not white, he can't be 007
0: but we're well, people people don't want to say that because yeah. like when people say that they sound racist exactly. but like people but when people, people imply that, yeah people have like this implication like it's it's implicit bias like oh he doesn't fit the james bond type well what's the james bond type exactly he no. to me he fits every aspect of it exactly he's Who, a smooth dude very smooth british and you know could just I could see him be a badass like James Bond. Oh, he, oh, for sure, and he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, very good. Like you gotta, you gotta be good-looking. You gotta be good with the ladies. You gotta be a badass, and you gotta be able to do a lot of good stunts. I think he could do. I think he'll be great doing it. I think like they, that.
2: they'd hit a home run if they were able to get him for the next uh, 007.
1: Sign him up for like the next six because he's he's just. I just think I don't think there's a better replacement. Like you can't come up with any other person that could top it just elbow right now. A British accent. Fair enough. Because you can't fake a British accent. Like, no, n- not for James Bond, at least.
2: I just think what he would do with the character would be, you know, leaps and bounds. Like, I'm not saying, you know, Daniel Craig was a good 007, but I think this would be an A++++. plus 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 plus.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't mind keeping Daniel Craig because he was great. But if if you know you're replacing someone, you're replacing him with someone. It's got to be Idris Elba. He's outstanding. Very yeah, hard. I mean,
0: I I just I don't know if I don't know if Daniel Craig even wants to come back. You know, like like there's always reports of him saying like, oh, he, he like is very hesitant of coming back. And I don't, it's, I don't well, I mean, it's it's a tiring job. It's a tiring job. I suppose. I just think Idris Elba is
1: gonna transform this franchise. Even yes. It's just, he's a stud. I said it. Um, okay. Stamp so of approval from Mark. Stamp of approval. approval. Huge stamp of approval. Um, I do think he's underappreciated, and I think this is, like, really, like, I know you get, like, your stigmas on, like, your big franchises or whatever, but, like, I think this could really uh, vault him into some other really good roles because I agree with you, Brian. He is very underappreciated as an actor because he is so very talented. Um, so, all right, we're going we're gonna to go with some sad news. Um, Mrs. Corleone and her angelic voice... Passed away last week. Um, honestly, I don't know what else she's in. Um, but her singing at the wedding was just
2: yes, surreal.
1: It's it's iconic. It's an iconic scene, um, and it's just it's a vital part of the Godfather.
2: Let's say it's at the top
1: It could. You're right. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: big expectations for that opening. You know, from that opening, very
1: true. She, uh,
2: she did. Uh, she did have the voice of an angel.
1: Very, you're right. Speaking so. of voice of an angel, Aretha Franklin also passed away, which is very sad. Um, yes, but, uh,
2: apparently she worked for Donald Trump too.
1: Yeah, I, our, I don't know. But. I don't know how she worked for Donald Trump. Um, but then our former president had a very nice, heartfelt message. Um, and then there was a video service of him actually singing her words, whereas our president doesn't know the words of the national anthem.
2: But yep, going back to. Uh, miss Aretha Franklin passing away. It's, uh, it's a shame. Uh, she was the queen, you know, um, for sure. Trend center trailer, trailblazer, uh, for what she, what she did to the art of music. Uh, you know, you can't thank her enough. Uh, you know, not just respect, but a bunch of her other hits. Like it's, uh, it's truly incredible and she'll be missed for sure. For sure. (laughs)
1: Um, Okay, we're going to pivot from a sad note. Um, Saturday, it was the GOAT, the actual GOAT. We always have this conversation about who the GOAT is. LeBron, LeBron, or... Bill Russell? Or MJ. I guess Bill Russell could throw into it. Shout out Celtics fans. Um, Tom Brady or Dan Marino, whoever. I don't know who else we're going to throw in that conversation. Um, Joe
2: Montana. Joe Montana.
1: Joe Montana, you're right, you're right. Um, Hockey, you just have Wayne Gretzky, because no one else is close. Um, Uh,
2: uh, We don't talk about Sidney Crosby because of what he did in 2010. I,
0: I, I, I... Look, he I stinks. like Sidney Crosby. I think so, I like Crosby. He's
2: the he best stinks. player in the game right now. Sorry, Petr sorry, Ovechkin Stans.
0: No, but, it's
1: all Patrick Kane. Wow. Well, um, yikes. Wow, Patrick Kane's the man. Um, nice, public Kenny Powers. Um, and then baseball. Who do we consider the goat? Mike
0: Trout. Mike, Mike Trout. Trout is
1: right now the goat. I agree with that.
0: Right but, now, he's he's the goat. Right now,
1: we all know Correct. the real goat. His birthday was on Saturday. Pablo Sanchez, um, the idol of my childhood.
2: The cheat code that was. The,
1: the cheat code, uh,
2: secret he,
0: weapon. He,
1: uh, he's he, there's no words to describe him. And every backyard sport, in every backyard sports game, you know, he was my always number one pick, and he never disappointed ever.
0: Even hockey, he was great in hockey too. No. Hell yeah! I mean, the way he would skate up the
2: boards, it was it was it was a he, slap shot goal every time.
0: He, you know, he's got power and speed. He, he was phenomenal in every sport, multi sport athlete. Oh, look, a stud, Bo, Bo Jackson. Deion Sanders, those guys are irrelevant to him. I
2: mean, let's see. Pop basketball, Sanchez, baseball, football, hockey. Oh, Bo Jackson, I played football and baseball. Yeah? Well, I'm Pablo Sanchez, and I play basketball, football, baseball, and hockey. So At the height of Yeah.
1: You know, I agree with you. He's by far the best. By far. By far the GOAT, um, and he's absolutely wonderful. Um, okay, so now we're just going to go to final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. Uh, I start class tomorrow. Not thrilled. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, we go uh, 2L, second year of law school. We're not excited. Actually, I am very excited to get back. It's not in the school mode yet. Uh, hopefully, we hit the ground running tomorrow.
2: Is this year two
1: of two? You Year two of three. Two, two of three. Okay. Sorry, I don't, Ooh, big I, things. I didn't know how law school worked. Yeah, big, big things happening. Big things. Um, you know, year two is going to be an exciting year for sure. I get to take some cool classes that I actually want to take. Uh, I'll be going to London winter, Very nice. um, where I will be also podcasting, uh, from London at whatever time in the morning. Um, so I'm excited to go. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited to get back at it on the grind. It's all about the grind. It's my final yes. thoughts.
0: Yes. We like the grind. Ron, you want to go?
2: Sure. Uh, so we just, uh, finished another episode, just like how we we'll My company softball team finished another season. Didn't end with a championship trophy, but, you know, we had a time. time. Have you ever won one? Uh, Last year we came in second, and this year we came in second. Had to get over the hump, but, uh, you know, we'll be be gunning for that fall fall ball trophy. So, you know, Pablo Sanchez, if you're listening, even though you might not be real, even though I think you are, uh, we'd love to have you on the team. And, uh, yeah, uh, probably the second week in a row that I'm going to say I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but I'm going to say it. Uh, <laughs> Hard to bounce back from the L. I know. but Very. Uh, you know. It makes it
0: much tougher. That's all I got for this week. Well, I guess my final thoughts is that, oh, I think Man United, they suck. We're yeah. In shitty, we're in a shitty situation right now. He said it. Um, Jose
1: Mourinho is the worst human ever. I said it. Uh, look, if Ryan if
0: I, I'm not ready to fire him just yet, but if they do, I would love to see Ryan Giggs take the reins. Love yeah, to Ryan see Ryan Giggs, him.
1: all for it. If you're listening, he would
0: he'd be great. Ryan Giggs,
1: listen to our podcast,
0: and he would he would take this team to a championship first season, no doubt about it.
1: He brings back the Sir Alex Ferguson days.
0: Yes, and that's what we need. We need. Because like we tried all the we tried like the David Moyes days that is tough. Although there is rumors that David Moyes could be the next U.S. men's national team coach, which I would vomit. Um, I, absolutely I terrible. I haven't left this
1: country when Trump turned president, but I may leave this country when David Moyes gets appointed manager.
0: I, I am going. You'll be in to London Canada if that happens. I'll be in London. Yeah, you would. You would. Make sure he doesn't get off that plane to go Princess to go to Mountain. the U.S.
1: Princess Megan Markle, I'm going to apply for a
0: permanent visa. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> shout out, shout out, Megan Markle. But yeah, no, it's 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 rough. It's rough, but it's also early, so we're not in panic mode just yet. Well, tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. I watched some of this game, and I just have I've have curiosity questions
1: here. So, why does Jose Mourinho insist on limiting creativity?
0: Well, you know the answer. You're a Chelsea fan. I know.
1: You're right. I want to hear you say it because I don't have to deal with him anymore.
0: Because that's Eagle. just his
1: playing style. That's why. Right. Would you call that a playing style?
0: A coaching style. Excuse me.
1: No, no but, but I'm just asking, like, would you call that an actual coaching style? Because, like, is it really a style?
0: It's not a fun one to watch.
1: It is brutal. I, don't, I just don't understand. You have Paul Pogba. You have Anthony Martial. You have Marcus Rashford. You have Romelu Lukaku. You have all of these studs out on the field, and you insist on parking the bus. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, and then you go down 2-0, two, 3-1 two, like they did today, and they get embarrassed by Brighton. So like why? What? I don't know. But look. Were, we're they at home or away? On the road. Okay. On the road. Jeez. They're at, at the beautiful Amex. Amex is beautiful. But all I will say is that no one is going to Tottenham. No one is going to Tottenham. Yeah. Martial's not going to Tottenham. Rashford's not going to Tottenham. Luke, Luke Shaw's, Shaw's not going to Tottenham.
2: Jamie Vardy's not going to Tottenham.
0: No, they, Tottenham
1: to sucks. You want to know why?
0: Because Tottenham sucks.
1: Well, they don't spend any money.
0: <laughs> that's true. That too. They suck yeah. at spending money.
1: They suck at spending money. You, you spend money for a new stadium, and it's not even ready for this year. What the hell?
0: No, that's Tottenham for you.
1: That is Tottenham. That's the epitome of Tottenham. I will say, Harry Kane finally got his first goal in August ever. Um, I hope the lady from the World Cup is stalking him.
2: (laughs) I hope so, too. That'd be great. That's Tottenham. That's August. And is that a wrap? And
0: that's for us. We
1: we are breaking news is we are now on Apple Podcasts. Um, So, because this is on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening, please rate, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, share with your friends, whatever you got to do. But I don't want to hear any excuses from anyone when I – tell you to go listen to Apple podcasts and you don't have spotify or whatever run up podcasts so we'll see you next time